Welcome to Patent Pending. I'm your host, Gabriel Moncow. Today, I am joined at the top right by Vanessa Wildman, owner of Sushi Roll Art. Uh, she drew a skeleton thing that one time, and I've been told to not bring up eggs in her presence. Uh, there's oh, the... absolutely do not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bottom left, we've got Derek Blanford, retired video game design artist, aspiring edgelord, and has requested to be known as Goblin. Uh, and finally, at the bottom right, we have Maura Plisky, Congressional Art Competition finalist, Founders Award winner, but her true fame comes from having gotten to sit next to me in math class last year. And TikTok fame. No yeah. way. Okay, that's like, we could do an episode on that alone, but that's for a <laughs> You get me and Natalia Hauser. Holy. <laughs> oh, that's actually kind that of That would be amazing. And whoever choreographed the um the the drama performance with like the Pikachu and everything that went famous Zeitz. as well. Zeitz. We can get Zeitz on there. Yeah. Zeitz and Chung. Anyway, so how are you guys doing today? Very well. Great. I won my pod racing competition yesterday, so that's good. You won your what? Pod racing. Pod? Racing. Yes. As in beam pod or jewel pod? As in Star Wars. <laughs> hmm. What? Interesting how that works. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so I see where your brain is. Yeah. So we can uh, we can just jump right into it then. So I just wanted to kind of talk about you guys' experience with art first. Like, how do you guys consider yourselves as artists? Do you think that you have a certain style or signature technique? Do you think that you? What makes you special? What makes you you? <laughs> Let's let the two actual artists go first. I don't know what this means. I think that I think that we all like have our own separate kind of like platforms and ways that we do our art I guess like we all try to like reach people in like different ways so I would say like we're all super talented but what we all do is is very different yeah we all definitely have like way different subject subject matter um like in my more serious art is like very inspired by family and like uh memories attached to photos and like stories behind things um, but while I'm, like, on that side, I also understand, like, Vanna's side of, like, the creepy stuff, and then Derek's side of, like, the shit anime, like, <laughs> weeb stuff. Um, Is that a compliment? I don't Derek, think I've drawn anime once in this class. I, I, I know, I know. I think it's just, like, I, we I don't all, know how like, to describe your art. No, it's just that, like, we all want to do, I think, different things mm -hmm. with yeah. our talents. Like, we're all talented, we just want to do different stuff. I make funny, stupid, haha uh, things to look at, and that's kind of it. I mean, I painted Soup Time, though, and you bought that's it. That's true. So. Got a frame, too. I do have four crustacean paintings hung up in the art room still. That's but true. I can't get she does. Them because of coronavirus. <laughs> so that's pretty interesting, then. So, yeah, you guys definitely have some different styles, but do you think, is there, like, for example, one piece that people know you for, or, like, a certain thing that people really associate with you? I threw a middle finger that one time. Oh. Didn't it have some hair on it? One? Well, it was rope, but it was hair. Oh. <laughs> ah, soup time. Lovely. It's beautiful. How did that end up with $40. I made $140 off my painting. I bought it in math class. <laughs> I, you know, it's coming back to me, actually. I do remember this. <laughs> <laughs> then I made you go shopping with me to buy a frame. Yeah. No, that's definitely interesting. I associate more with soup time, but uh, is there is there something else that you guys have as your signature thing? I mean, Derek and goblins, but that's not very descriptive, I suppose. I also I associate Derek with his purple rock. <laughs> yeah, he a rock purple, and isn't it called purple drink? Yep. Because <laughs> we had to name the color. So you so named, I named the purple it color purple, purple drink. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I don't. No, I think it oh, it's right here. Do you just have stuff just like lying around everywhere? <laughs> Wait, hold it up more. There it is. What a beauty. I can't see the purple, but wow. and I still have it in the box. No, I keep it right next to my trash can. That's awesome. I would say I'm associated with my one plague doctor drawing. Like the, oh, the yeah. plague doctor. Like everyone just associates me with like the bubonic plague now. I don't know. I feel like I associate you more with the things that you've done in that closet hmm the horrible horrible <laughs> i feel like we need some context or that's gonna For get context. taken the wrong way 
Yeah. No, I think it's better without context. Okay, Derek. That's the conclusion. It's just a shrine to a bunch of cursed images that I've collected over time and defaced. And I just, they're all displayed in the closet. Don't forget all the tiny plastic babies. Oh, there's the jar. The jar, baby yep, jar. Yep, the jar of yeah. babies. Piss baby well, jar. you guys talk. I'm going to go try to find that piece that Maya did of me with the transfer of my fifth grade yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> I love that piece. Um, I'm probably most known for that uh, drawing of my grandparents on, like, black paper because uh, I won, like, a national award for it. And, like, um, people just really liked it and were drawn to it. I still love that piece, but I don't know if I have it, but... You know. <laughs> That's awesome. And imagine yeah. having your art pieces. What about you, you my art pieces. I mean, like, you've got the rock and stuff, um, but that's what they seem to associate you with. What do you associate yourself with? I don't know. I can't really consider what I do to be, like, I don't know, good art. Because it's not, you're not going to look at it and be like, oh my god, that's epic. I just do funny, like, I don't know, cartoon funny ha-has. That's art, none of the less. Because I, you know, I grew up watching cartoons, you know, wake up 6 a.m. on a Saturday and just observe. Like, this is probably my favorite thing that I've done so far. It's literally just a monkey with a sword. That's top-notch. No, and that, uh, that does kind of lead into the other thing that I wanted to talk about, which was, like, you have this sort of style. You have these these pieces that you make. But was there a defined inspiration from it? Was it something that sort of got you started in all this? Or was it just something Adventure that kind of happened? Good answer, Derek. Adventure time. That's literally the answer. Yeah. That's actually cool. I vibe with that. For sure. Yeah. I would say for um, me, it's just more like... Actually, I've literally, I can't even begin to describe. I'm just going to leave it at that. I have no idea what happened where, but at some point I just went way off the track. <laughs> That's quite Yeah. Funny. That can, yeah. Okay. That's understandable. Hmm. Okay. Um, I mean, I kind of already just described mine. It's like all memories and like pictures and stuff. But um, like my more casual and fun art is like based on, um, things that like come up in my head and i just like do it and that's like the stuff that i get the most enjoyment out of um it's also my weirdest stuff because or random paint splotches that you turn into human faces a lot of your stuff i'd say is like kind of dragon inspired too it's cool yeah i'm really inspired by dragon the whole community i guess certainly a unique style uh but (laughs) But that's that's something that's interesting as well, right? Because I feel like a lot of people, and this is at least how I think the an outside perspective of this kind of art might might be. But um, I feel like a lot of people look at the stuff you guys make and think that you've been like you might have gotten better over time, but Damaged. your inspirations may have. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a different conversation. <laughs> uh, but like the the mentality has been the same, the inspiration has been the same. Is that really how it goes, or do you think that you've changed how you view your art pieces a lot over time? I've changed a lot. Yeah, I have yeah. as well. In what ways? Well, okay. Originally, last year, when I started like my exploration of my family and stuff, uh, it was all based on just my grandpa because it, like, he was the first person that I was like really close to who had passed away. Um, and like creating art had really helped me get over that. Um, but once I started to explore it more and hear everybody's like personal stories and like really fond memories attached to it, attached to pictures and stuff like that i just really started to expand my vision of what family can mean i was initially (laughs) like working a lot in only black and white and like pen and stuff like that like i was very inspired i would say by like mixing design and like real art like i liked having stuff very like plain and simple but like well put together and i guess like over time i've come to like enjoy color more so like now i'm like using color and stuff but like i realize i can still make stuff like edgy but use color in it so edgy colors <laughs> i don't i would say i my perception of my art hasn't changed at all uh because even you know in like second grade when i just draw terrible terrible uh 
I don't know anything really. It was second grade. Uh, I don't know, just draw to make f- fun things, and that hasn't really changed. Definitely worth some snaps there. <laughs> uh, no, that's 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 super interesting as well. I think. I think that's an interesting point to take as well, is if you've had some sort of consistency there, do you think that most of your art tells a story or does it sort of have like a, it's sideways now, lovely. Uh, it Does it have like a, like a coherent narrative to it or can you see some sort of progression in like how you did things? And it can either be in terms of what you wanted to portray with them um, or how do you see your style having changed? Like like Vanna mentioned with, with her color usage. Um, do you think that there's some sort of continuous idea there throughout everything you guys have done? It could be just edge as well. <laughs> yeah, I would say for me, like mine has always just been on like the the weirder side. Like I'm very like I like doing like realistic stuff in a way, but I I've always I've never been drawn to just like doing a still life of something. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just for me, I like I'm drawn to weird things and like weird dripping skulls and like psychedelic stuff. So like that's always been that's always been there for me. I like skulls. I like. I know you like skulls. That's why I sent you that picture yesterday. I've got one, two over there, and there's two more over there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Gabe, for context, while I was mowing yesterday, I found skulls in the yard. Why didn't you take the skulls themselves and give them to Vanna? (laughs) Because, I don't know. I have to clean them first. They're still dirty. They were sitting in mud and gross. It 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 was this kind of skull. It was, it was this kind. That kind. She's got documented skulls. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, okay. I can see yeah. the thing there. And then, it, well, recently my stuff has been, like, a lot more experimental. Like, I've been ex- doing a lot of experimental stuff with, like, different mediums and uh, trying out different things to paint on. And, like, I've been doing a lot of sewing and, like, it just, I don't know, just a lot of different things because I've always been an artist who can't stick to one medium um like sophomore year I was in AP sculpture uh and all my pieces were like really based around emotion and stuff and that led me on to the next of going on to why is my voice like this? um going on to uh exploring emotion further with my family um and now I'm just pushed on further beyond that and just like doing shit <laughs> And I like it. It's fun. Yeah. Just trying to do more relaxed and fun stuff now. Yes. Chill vibes. Chill vibes. Okay, what was the question again? It's just like, (laughs) do you feel like you have like a continuous like message or like narrative or progression in how you've done your art? Um, in terms of progression for me, it was a lot, uh, a lot of, uh, when I was younger, learning how to transition from making uh, shitty, terrible anime OCs into making cartoons. Because <laughs> if I could find one of my old, old, old books, I could probably show you them, but they most likely don't exist anymore. Uh, I still have all of my old art. Yeah, me too. I have drawings from Mora and I in fourth yeah. grade together when we were drawing like these really like crappy looking like chibi people. And like, oh, people, don't, were like mm, mm. people were like, wow, you guys are really good. And our drawings were literally disgusting. Like it was actually so like, we want a projectile vomit. Looking yep. Yeah. yeah. That was basically all of my lower school was drawing terrible chibi characters. And oh, being no, same like, <laughs> this is what I want to do. And then growing up, I was like, no, this is absolutely terrible. Let's just draw this cartoons instead. not what I want to do. <laughs> Yeah, oh my God. let's just draw cartoons instead because it's a lot easier and it's a lot more fun. That is interesting. Uh, the stuff about application of how you where you want your art to like sort of end up. Do you guys feel like there are like what do you do you guys think a lot about mediums like not just how you draw or or paint or whatever or how you create but but to what end like like where you want it to be applied? Do you want it to be? Um, I don't know for sale or is there is there something more to it like some sort of bigger project? Do you, what do you guys kind of want to do in those areas? Do you know? I definitely want to eventually make a comic of some sort, whether it's a web comic or something that's like legitimately published. Uh, 
I don't know. I just feel like it's writing and drawing something that's low quality enough to the point to where you can balance both, but quality enough to be enjoyable. I think it'd just be something really fun to do. That really describes you. Very yeah, well. you should look at um, <laughs> Webtoon. Like that app. Oh, believe me, I know. <laughs> okay, I was like saying, like that's like exactly where your stuff like would be received well. Like, now you got time, do it. Do it, full send, do it. <sighs> well, yeah, now I have to learn how to write. Or you can yeah. work with other people, <laughs> God forbid. Language. Yeah, that too. Um, um, I mean, I'm obviously going to school for art, like, and I'm trying to, like, get my master's in teaching with a fifth year. Like, it has, like, the school that I'm going to next year has a program where uh, you can, like, minor in art education and then do a fifth year to get your master's, and then you can just go teach. Um, so that's my plan right now, but if I'm actually, like, doing really well in college, then I'll probably, like, still get the teaching degree, but I might just go on to be like a creative director somewhere. That's like my dream job. Um, so you can teach, but you won't. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> I get free tuition. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> she said sugar daddy. <laughs> Thanks, you arts. <laughs> you arts the sugar daddy. For me, I'm what I guess like what makes me kind of different is I'm I'm not going to art school, like as much as it's something I'd want to do, I'm going for biochem because it's hashtag big nerd hours and I want to go to bed school. But <laughs> I've always kept art as like a side thing for me, more as like a business. Like I'm super, I would say I'm very involved with like the South Florida art scene. I know a lot of people down here, like yeah, I get do. involved with that. And then I'm, <laughs> and now I'm moving up to Atlanta, obviously for like hashtag college if we go there. But I'm going to try to, like, get involved with the Atlanta art community and see how I can get integrated into that. So I just kind of always want to keep it as, like, a side. Like, I love art, but I want to keep it as, like, a side hobby business thing. That's definitely interesting. Uh, I think I think there definitely are a lot more applications than people seem to, to realize. You, you, like, you can do it full time, but people think that if you don't do it full time, you can't just have it as a hobby either, which doesn't seem to be the case at all. Um, but yeah, I agree. Yeah, my, my experience with art has been limited uh, as a failed artist at best. That is a compliment. Um, but uh, I will say back in the day, uh, Mr. Derek Blanford over here and myself, we did work on some video game design stuff together. He was the artist and I, I implemented some things. Um, but that's, that's the kind really of thing. Cool, yeah, that's the kind of thing where I feel like most people don't think of those opportunities. Like people look at art and they think of drawing, they think of painting, they might think of sculptures, but they don't think of too much 3D stuff. They don't think of too much digital stuff i mean graphic design like everything is, is, is huge yeah so is there some yeah. sort of like out of the box kind of stuff like that that you guys want to do or would love to do given the opportunity actually yeah i used to a bit ago like half a year ago i was dabbling a bit in the waters of using blender you know like the animation <laughs> software yes. oh, so i know you boy. guys use that a lot for a video <laughs> game so mm -hmm. i was using that a oh, little bit God. like doing like animation kind of stuff but then i realized like i'm not like tech savvy enough to do it but i want to try to do that again because i think it's pretty sick it is definitely uh very sick 3d just 3d anything in it general whether it's uh modeling or animating but it's a lot more i don't want to say time consuming it's not the it's right hard. word you have to learn a whole new yeah platform and I, uh, in that, uh, that one year where I disappeared off the face of the planet, like the avatar, uh, I went to art school to learn, uh, 3d animation and 3d modeling. And it's definitely difficult, but I feel like it has a lot more corners that you can cut and the product still come out good than let's say, I don't know, drawing with a pencil. Like it's a yeah, lot it's easier. Totally it's a lot easier to cut corners. Yeah. Yeah. I also, in my it's experience, at least, feel so like I feel like 3D stuff, like digital 3D stuff, is held to a high regard just by the fact that it is 3D. Um, like, do you guys feel like you get that impression? Like, people think that they look at something 3D and they think that it takes inherently more work um, than other mediums. 
I think it just depends on what the actual piece is. Like if it's 3D animation, I personally think that 2D animation is cooler. Like it's, I like the style of it more, but it's all like personal preference. Like that's all what art is. It's all personal preference. It's all personal perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I have only really done digital stuff. Uh, so that's more my domain. Um, but I also feel like a lot of what you guys have talked about is more individual projects that you guys have done. Have you guys done a lot of stuff in groups or something a bit bigger where you made like a small part of something bigger? Uh, or would you want to? We were I painted to. the edges white of a painting. <laughs> yeah. And I painted the painting with Mrs. Liguori. Um, <laughs> yeah, but... she and Liguori did the actual work. I, yeah. however... Just I made the, the edges of the <laughs> canvas not look like they were dirty. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we were actually supposed to paint a mural at school. Um, <laughs> but because of Corona, we can't do it now. Um, and like they're building a new building, which sucks because we're probably never going to be able to step back into that closet. No, yeah. we will on June, whatever. When we go back, Second? I need to get I need to get my crab paintings. Yes. But the thing is, we're not allowed we're out breaking. of our cars, I don't think. Well, oh, I need yeah. to get my I need to get my crab paintings. No, I think we are because a lot of people like unrelated off topic, a lot of people's violins are still in the orchestra room and they said that right. we can come in to get them, which means Fair I can enough. say I forgot my violin and go and steal everything out of the art room that we can possibly need. <laughs> Bring like if they haven't already the started closet. demolishing the the I'll building. steal the glory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this car Honestly, is on the my most SUVs thing for my violin. Don't mind me. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, the most uh, like disappointing thing that's happened from Corona is that I won't be able to go and play pool with Ligori at the end of the year. Are we gonna play? We'll still get to fight at Murakami, though. Yeah, that's true. We were gonna have a big anime fight at Murakami. That is so funny. (laughs) Yeah, Derek, Ligori, and I. Oh my god, that's so funny. (laughs) Mainly Derek and Ligori. I don't really want to fight them. I'd like to watch that. Yeah, uh, me as well. Yeah, for spectator tickets. Uh, no, but that's that's super cool. I feel like we're almost we're almost getting into the other thing that I want to talk about as well, which is more like the programs that you guys have been, been involved in, like either the programs at school or elsewhere. Like, how do you guys feel like those? Do you think those are run well? Do you think that what are the pros and cons of those? Where do you think they can improve? Um, and how do you think that they've really, I guess, changed how you do Pinecrest? things? Oh boy, at Pinecrest. I have so many improvements. I mean, first things first. Art club doesn't exist. It never has. It's always not, put on the club it list. It does not actually happen. It's not a real thing. It's not a thing. I've never seen them. I've never seen them at a set up of people. Nothing. It's simply a like. I'm all for like you know like behind the scenes stuff. You know, it's not there. I'll tell you that it's not there. That's quite funny. Not Do you have a hammer? Yeah. Okay. Keep a it's mallet a under my desk. <laughs> Thank you for recognizing it's a mallet. I couldn't see the head of the mallet. I'm so sorry. <laughs> also, the size of the those classrooms are literally nauseatingly small. <laughs> They're nauseatingly small, and this little room is huge. Um, termites. Because it's like, termites. And there are termites in the building. We don't. I mean, it, they build two iLabs, and then, like, our building is the oldest building in high school, and they have not, like, renovated it or tried to even, like, fix it. <laughs> until to be now. fair, they're doing I mean, that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I, it's I, like they never even tried to do anything else about it. Like, in the orchestra room, it's the old ballet room, and the biggest improvement that they did is they finally changed out the light that was flickering all day every day for two years and caused like probably mild epileptic seizures if you were in that. So God bless they're tearing that building down because it oh yeah it's horrible. Yeah. I mean it it did really bring a lot of memories though. It was actually like I don't think it would have been the same if it was like this big fancy building because it was just like a, a cozy room where we could just go all the time i was there like five or six periods a day yeah um, pretty much closet. any of my free periods yeah. what would what we do without there? the closet what would we do without the closet Which i mean closet? we lived without the closet for literally because the whole entire year even it 
they didn't even do anything in the closet. We had to move out all of the materials that were in the closet because um, yeah. they were fixing something. Uh, never fixed it. Um, Still a demon closet. The loudest, yeah, loudest closet I've ever been in. As soon as you um, open the door, it literally screams at you. And it's because yeah. it's because the AC unit, as soon as you open the door, there's an AC unit on top and none it's not covered. So you, the belts, you can see the belts running. And like if you put your hand up there, you'd lose a finger. And it's like yeah. probably just above head level. That's really interesting though. And there's you, definitely like lost souls in that closet. <laughs> oh yeah. God, the there's also a gargoyle statue in Miss Little's closet. Which I don't know if anybody's like I've paid attention to. Yeah, there's a gargoyle statue. <laughs> yeah, there's some wax stuff in there. Not to, yeah, not to talk about Miss Knight's room upstairs. Horrible memories, by the way. That's a very large improvement in the program. Ninth grade <laughs> art is just not a real thing. It is it is ninth grade so art. Is, it. It's a horrible program. I'm sorry to say it, but it really is. Anyways, there's gas masks up in that room. That is the only art class I took was digital arts with Miss Knight in ninth grade. So uh, maybe <laughs> not the best showing yeah. from what I've been told here. I took sculpture freshman year. So I, I never had Miss Knight. But she digital arts talked to me every single day. <laughs> that is interesting. I didn't realize that like the different classes or teachers varied. Uh, like they vary in content, oh, but yeah. I didn't realize that it varied in like experience apart from that so much. Oh, good Lord Jesus. Very Drawing and painting so. in ninth grade. I, I'm sorry. I've never learned that lesson a year. I had to paint doors. I literally had it like not like paint doors, like put paint of doors, and I'm like, is this making me a better artist? Because I don't think it is. <laughs> nope. Yeah, pretty much. So, what yeah. would you say I your mean, favorite class? Still, are beneficial. Oh. Ligori. Ligori. Yeah. And yeah. like, what does that entail? Because I keep hearing about Ligori, but I have no clue what this <laughs> means. Uh, <laughs> it is the most Ligori. unregulated class. <laughs> most unregulated. Um, most unregulated class of the most unregulated teacher. I had him last year for post AP art. No, post AP, AP friendship. No, Pop. AP art history and AP like drawing and painting. Um, those were my favorite two classes <laughs> because like of how like relaxed he was and like sometimes, but he still yeah. like really really helps you improve with literally barely saying anything to you he just gets his point across which is so much better than like the only bad thing about that is that if you don't immediately get it he doesn't give you any more help yeah he just says yeah, the same I, thing again yeah he kind of like expects you like i've had him for three years now and like he kind of ex i see like why some people problems is that he like kind of expects you to already know what to do when he corrects you so like if you're not like that that advanced and like the physical arts and like you're just going to be kind of like chaos yeah no i don't know what i'm doing yeah like i have a i have a very small brain so like even so when <laughs> even when it would be like a a simple correction in like photoshop or something i'd be like what yeah i don't know what that means hmm so yeah. it's yeah so what would you recommend then? What kind of track for people would you recommend? Or do you think that it really varies on what they want to do? Or what they like to do? What they want to do in the future, maybe? It kind of varies on what they All want your to dreams. do in the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I um, loved the track that I went on. I went, like, freshman year I did sculpture, and then sophomore year I did, like, the AP sculpture, which is, like, not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to do, like sculpture and ceramics one sculpture and ceramics two and then ap but miss little wanted me to do that um and but i had ap sculpture and uh drawing and painting two with miss Ligori at the same time like at the in the same year in my sophomore year um and then junior year i took only um ap drawing and then senior year i took post ap and that was the best decision honestly like, it's all depends on, like, whether you're more of, like, I mean, it's a pretty easy track if you just know you're more into sculpture, if you're more into drawing and painting. Like, if you're more into drawing and painting, then you go down that route. If you want to do sculpture, you go down that route. Like, obviously, people do both, but, like, that's if you can fit in your schedules in it. It's a, it's a <laughs> spicy combination. <laughs> yeah, it actually, like, sculpture really helps with drawing and painting. So if you're into that type of stuff, like, 
and you know you would like to do mo- to, to do both, I mean, might as well take at least the first level. It's fun. Hmm. Yeah. Don't take drawing paint long if you can avoid it. I agree with that. That's what I was saying about <laughs> freshman year. Don't take drawing painting one. Do not. Yeah. Do not unless you want to paint doors for a living. Don't do it. <laughs> well done. Yeah, that uh, I was going to get into as well um, was like whether there was a specific teacher or project that sort of really invigorated you to keep doing this or fueled your passion. Apparently, Ligori. Mr. Ligori seems to be a name that keeps Ligori. coming up. Uh, but was there yeah. a specific... Um, maybe not a specific class, but was there a project or a specific piece you did and like based on the reaction or what you learned or something like that, that really changed things or maybe you want to keep doing it? For me, it was for sure. I think, it, I don't know if it was during, I don't know if you guys remember if it was during AP. I think it was during AP when we had to do a stippling piece and that was the first time I'd ever done stippling, like literally ever, which is when you used to do all the dots with the pen. And I, that's when I did the plague doctor and it came out like ridiculously well for the first sibling piece I ever did. And then I was like, oh, okay. I'm like actually good at this. So like, that's like one technique that like I continually, I continually like try to progress on and get better at. So that was pretty sick. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> in my, um, in my sophomore year sculpture class, I did this piece, um, like, it was called Scream, and it was this like that was so cool. bust. Yeah, um, it was like from the mouth down, and it was like a person monster thing screaming. Um, it's a cool piece. I still like it. Um, and I got the best feedback on that piece, and uh, that made me want to keep going with that sort of theme of like showing emotion just through mouths. Um, and that's what I did for the rest of the year. Um, and Miss Ligori. That was the first time I talked to Miss Ligori, actually. Uh, no. Maybe. No. No, I was in his class that year. Um, but, it, like, that was the first time he actually, like, really liked one of my pieces. Um, so that really made me feel, like, validated and sort of cool, I guess. <laughs> for me, it wasn't a particular art piece or project. It was just... Like, I switched into art, I think, two weeks in. Yeah. Because I was, uh, I switched, like, I took Psych at the beginning of the year, and I was like, yeah, I want to take Psych, and then it's just a terrible, terrible, terrible class. I love Psych. Okay. I despised it with a passion. I had a good time anyway, with Psych. I loved Miss, I loved Miss Everett, don't get me wrong, but I... Could not. She orders. She orders prints from me. Like one. <laughs> I just. I. She just ordered my my eyeball one. Nice. <laughs> uh, it was actually like sitting down in that class two weeks in. There was like two projects I'd already missed, but talking with Ligori, it was very very easy to just become friends, and it was very easy to mesh with him very quickly. And I was like, okay. No matter what happens, this is just going to be a good experience. And then my first impression was uh, I made a ice cream cone melting and it was smoking. And he absolutely loved it. I remember it. that one. <laughs> that was the first piece I made. That was my first impression that he got from me. And he was like, nice. <laughs> yeah. And then everything else I made was garbage. Give yourself some credit. That was fun. Hey, if it yeah, was fun, the whole environment of that. Yeah, yeah the whole exactly. environment of that classroom really just changes you as a person. Um, like, you just become sort of more of a bastard, and like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to describe. You just have to be there to understand. You have to experience Ligori in order to understand Ligori. Yeah. And what classes does he teach? Right now, he's only teaching juniors and seniors, I'm pretty sure. So I think AP. And AP I don't know if he's and post even, AP. AP and post, yeah. Yeah, he's okay. not teaching regs anymore, yeah. Is there one of those that's better? Either the AP or the post AP? I mean, you got to do AP to get to post AP, so. I guess that's yeah. fair. But it's definitely post worth the post AP, then, if you've come that far. Oh, yeah. A legendary I mean, post so AP friendship class. I mean, it's like yeah. we got cut off halfway through the year, obviously, because like we had like yeah. fun stuff happening. But yeah, we had a really... I mean, I like post. I mean, I yeah. like both. Like, but yeah, 
You did mention that there were like, good things planned. Like, are there like, were, what were like the big things that you feel like either you most enjoyed uh, throughout that class, or that you were going to get to do that you were really excited for? Bob Ross. Yeah, oh, we were literally Bob had started Bob Ross paintings the day, and then <sighs> would have loved to see those. Yeah, painting. Oh God. Um, For me, it would have been the mural because, yeah. you know, I spent probably three class periods taping off that wall and it was the worst experience ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It was completely fine. But uh, I don't know. I was usually the person who would sit in class and like do the piece one day before it was due. And any other day, he'd just be like, hey, here's X task that's just running around picking something up or moving something. Do it. And I was completely fine with being manual labor. That sounds about right. It so, was amazing. I am going to pivot a tiny little bit because we've talked quite a bit about the programs, but I am interested in seeing um, what kind of like other art opportunities have you guys either been involved in or want to be involved in, in terms of like digital things or commissioned pieces or comp competitions that you want to be in. I know that Mora's done a few competitions. I know that um, Vanna has done some commissions, but uh, but are there any other sort of opportunities like that that you guys have done and what did you think about them or would want to do? One of the most beneficial things I did uh, was go to pre-college programs. Um, so like I did a pre-college program at SCAD, uh, summer between my sophomore and junior year I still um, get emails from them yeah uh it was actually a really good experience but then i found out that it's not a great school um to go to We're, yeah it, it's it has a whole history um <laughs> but <laughs> then this past summer i went to maryland institute college of art and that was in my top two schools uh because i did i did experimental fashion there which i did to figure out if I wanted to go into that. Um, and I don't, <laughs> I now know that. Um, I'm not the best seamstress, but uh, doing those like programs where I could experiment and do different things really, really showed me the careers that you could have as an artist and uh, the different paths that everybody can take. So that was definitely really cool. <laughs> I haven't done any like programs like that. I haven't, I haven't done yet. No, I haven't done any programs and I'm kind of like averse to the whole competition scene because I've had just like, people just don't like my stuff. They think I'm too like weird. So <laughs> I'm kind of out of the competition scene, but I guess like stuff I do outside is I've done, I think over 10 different art walks like i mean i've done over 20 30 events at this point but i've done like over 10 different cities art walks and my next kind of thing i was pre-quarantine i had like a few galleries that i was supposed to be displaying in like stuff that's like my style like weird people stuff down in like winwood but then obviously corona <laughs> said just kidding no you just sit in your house but that's like kind of my involvement outside and what exactly is an art walk Oh, so that's like, I guess you could say it's like a city's event where they, like, I'll use the Fat Village Art Walk because that's my most frequent one, where like they shut down the Arts District Street and they have a bunch of us like vendors who are doing either like traditional arts like me or people who are doing like jewelry or just even some kind of different stuff. And you all set up booths like down the street and they've got live music. And then like, there's just a lot of people who come to like walk through the galleries, come by from the vendors stuff like that and they have one for I think almost every city I've done it for almost every city at this point and it's cool because you get like a different crowd for each place like Fat Village has like cool like younger like hip crowd and then like the Hollywood one surprisingly enough was like all like snowbirds and they were all really really weird and rude it's <laughs> yeah, probably a bit edgy for them <laughs> Is that something you have to, out of curiosity, sign up for and, like, get accepted into or something? Or can you just, like, show up and do it? Yeah, you have to do an application for each one and, like, send in your stuff or whatever. Like, it's curated. Like, they let in if most people, because, like, most people who apply aren't selling, like, fake stuff. Like, they're, like, good artists and, like, good artisans. 
but I they they are selective. Hmm. It's fun. For me, competition and like I don't know most other even just like selling things. It's a big no. I don't think I will. Moment. It's like if I wanted to, sure I could. I wouldn't win anything, but who cares? It's just not fun to me, to be completely honest. I feel that. Yeah, I mean, I'm just a really competitive person. <laughs> so, you know, um, like I've submitted to Scholastics for the past two years, and uh, I've won a, a good amount of like gold keys and. Um, got nominated for the American Visions Award. Um, um, and just like, I don't know, submitting to competitions is fun, but it's stressful and I put a lot of my worth on it and I shouldn't. Um, but I uh, still like to win things, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Like, I think everyone like gets their like trophies per se like in their own way because like as we were saying earlier about like having different types of art like you can't put like a painting of a landscape next to like a 3d animation when like one might have been so much harder to do than the other like it's just it's just all on your type of art there's nothing wrong with it but it's just you can't compare some things to another thing that's fair Nice. That's a good hot take. I definitely like that. Um, I, I, my experience has been very different from that in terms of those things. I do mostly TSA, which is just a mishmash of a ton of events, and a lot of them have some sort of art type thing in them. Um, but, but I can definitely see how that can be different in, in like art specific events, which I haven't been a huge part of. Are there any like big names in in the scene, like of like big competitions that are the most well known ones, or like big uh, programs that are the most well known ones like that? Scholastics is like the biggest one. Yeah. That's the most important one of the year, uh, pretty much. And then there's Congressional, which is like district wide. Um, and like the representative of our district, Ted Deutsch, um, decides <laughs> he's the words. Um, and that, oh, those oh. are. Yeah, yeah. Um, Would you also but, say Young Arts or no? Oh, Young Arts, but oh, it, that's that was really, hard. Really, yeah, that's but hard competition. Yeah. yeah, Young Arts is, like, top tier, like, hard. Yeah, but they also choose, like, really representative pieces that have that. They're more, like, modern art pieces. They're not really, like, the traditional art that a lot of us at Pinecrest do. Um, like, two years ago, this guy won for building a wall in his living room <laughs> out of, like, bricks. Uh, it, yeah, I don't know. Tea. And like, how much do they differ? You did mention that some of them have like different styles, but is it like, are they are they different in like how you join or like how you get chosen and stuff like that? Prize pools, maybe. Yeah. I mean, there's like school wide, there's district wide, county wide. There's like a lot of competition of competitions, and they all have like different awards to them. Like, plastics, they have the keys regionally, um, and then nationally they have medals, um, but. Um, or, or, or like other competitions have like monetary, like you can win <laughs> cash prize. <laughs> cash prize. Like, like young arts, if you win young arts, you get like a $25,000 um, award. Um, but they're like really harsh, so. Yeah. 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 That stuff is really interesting. Um, so I do have uh, one more, one question that I think is kind of a bit different uh, but I certainly think it's interesting as well. What do you think is really underrated in your space? Uh, like what is it like certain techniques, certain um, programs, certain ways of doing things that you think people don't do nearly enough, but you think have a lot of worth and that, for example, in those competitions you might not get the value that they deserve. Um, if there's an obvious answer, it's a bit of a rough question. I think there is. A I'm recording. Are we gonna timestamp that? I could go off right now, but I'm gonna wait for everybody else. I, I'm gonna. I have to conserve my my energy on this one. So go first. I, I think one of the uh, most underrated things at Pinecrest is like Miss Little and her like her actual like 3d art 
class and like the sculptures that she does and because it really gets your um, mind to think in a different space um, and that's really important when you're doing art because it's just you even if you're just a, a normally a, a 2d artist working in 3d really really helps um, your perspective <laughs> so I mean that was the best for me and a lot of freshmen take her class because she's very very nice and she can't she's bad at being mean to people very um, true so they're really shitheads to her uh and that's one of the big reasons why I th why i think um like the freshman having to take the art credit should, should not be a thing this little yeah. as a whole is the definition of underrated yeah like she's a queen she's a she is a god she's always so helpful and like never complains about anything never goes to the office for kids but the kids this past year were shit they were so throwing clay into the ceiling oh my god laura partook in that that was my english <laughs> she partaked <laughs> she took part there in the go. throwing of the clay but it was fun <laughs> it was <laughs> yes but the thing is i got most of that down the other kids threw up a lot more. Dude, that was a trend this whole year, like kind of off topic, but like that was literally just a trend in general. People throwing the squishies onto the ceiling of the library. Yeah, we had like 20 yeah. pencils stuck in the ceiling of the orchestra room and then all the clay stuck on the ceiling of Miss Little's room. And then more and I would just shove shit like in the ceiling of Ligori's room. So <laughs> you could literally stand on the table and have to like bend your head in order to yeah. have enough space. There's a bunch of babies and yeah so that was a trend this year in the arts no not even the arts just in general putting stuff in ceilings I, I putting am, stuff uh, in places yeah i am curious though vanna you did say you have to conserve your energy on this one can you let out just a small percentage so we can get your view on this stuff <laughs> wait repeat the question one more time so i can decide where yeah. to go with this. <laughs> <laughs> um it was about things that you think are underrated either styles that you think are underrated or programs or people or things that you think don't get as much credit as they deserve. Yeah, so within the school, as I said, Miss Little as a whole, underrated. We love her, she's the best. Also underrated, like on a grant, like broader scheme is like anything, I would say anything other than painting, I feel like it's underrated. Like we're all like really good at stuff other than painting, like all of three of us, like we're all good at stuff other than that. But like people are always like, that painting is the best piece out of anything you've done. And I'm like, but like it isn't the best thing that I've done just because it's a painting doesn't mean that it's better. Yeah, because like, they see paint and they go, ooh. Yeah, like for like a lot of like, I guess because it's considered like the most professional medium how people see it. But like since I have like more experience recently with like galleries and like being curated for stuff, a lot of my things, like what people want the most from me are my paintings or things that look like paintings, not like my pen drawings or stuff like that, even though they're just as good. And I'm kind of like, K, it's the same style it's just a different medium leave me alone <laughs> yeah hmm. and also just stuff that's like not like hyper realism i feel like is underrated i'm sure derek can feel that one yeah right well derek's stuff is a bit uh more interesting i think <laughs> <laughs> so for me the thing i think is underrated i'm about to go on a rant and it's a weave rant so you better get ready here we go i'm ready to timestamp we're it. ready as uh, <laughs> as of i would probably say 2017 on uh cgi and just 3d elements in general in uh anime or animation has been just completely and utterly like garbaged on so for example whenever a show comes out people are like oh yeah this looks nice and then there's uh, a scene with like I don't know uh, let's say it's two armies you can't obviously go in and hand draw every single person in that army so you have to use CGI to implement that and granted trying to put a CGI element into a 2D setting is not easy because lighting, I'm, Gabe, I'm sure you can attest to this, lighting is absolutely atrocious. 
It's hard to do on its own, mate. I couldn't imagine doing <laughs> like two mediums together. Like that's difficult. Yeah. So having to match up not only art style, but having to match up uh, lighting, um, perspective, of course, uh, uh, lip flaps are like even. I hate in... that word. I hate that word. It, <laughs> Sorry. It triggers me. It triggers. Eggs, 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 that, eggs. That like triggers me on the same level of like egg yolks. Eggs, <laughs> eggs, 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 eggs. Eggs, eggs, eggs. eggs. <laughs> <laughs> no, and uh, like that that stuff is all hard to do. And then when put into a 2D setting, it looks off place. That's more understandable than the people that just go out and hate in general on shows that are entirely 3D animation or entirely CGI. Because it's not meant to be viewed in the same way that a 2D animation is. Of course, liberties are going to have to be taken. Corners are going to have to be cut. Cut uh, those corners. Yeah, you can't do... Cut like, You can't have the same epic style of uh, like hyper-action Sakuga kind of animation with a 3D model. You just can't. Unless your arc system works. Because the games they make are absolutely brutal and i wonder if their animators even sleep uh for example if you look up um the most recent guilty gear game it's made by arc system works it's all 3d animated i'll tell you that it looks like it's a 2d like painting fluid in motion yeah tune shaders yeah exactly but with things like um uh, there's a show that came out on Netflix called King Ganashra. The entire thing is 3D animated. And obviously the people that uh, read the original work are like, what is this garbage? Mm -hmm. Because that's just the perception of 3D animation is, oh, all of it's bad, all of it's terrible CGI. Give me my uh, billion dollar uh, animation projects now. What's the name of the show called? I'm looking it up. King Ganashra easiest oh, in my life yeah. yeah yeah i know right so it's all oh, 3d I see what you're talking about right it's all 3d models yeah and if you're looking at it from a 3d animator's perspective the show is absolutely great but if you're looking at it from the perspective of uh oh my god i want my anime and i want it now people are going to be like what is this how dare you? This is a sacrilege. Burn it. That is an it's interesting different point. looking for sure. It's like it's very yeah, different. Yeah. It's it's different looking and people look at that and they go No. So do you think that that's like do you think that's mostly because the style itself might be unique or more because people were expecting something and they got something else? Like how much do you think like that public perception plays into that, even in what you guys do? That's really interesting. I agree with that. Like, I feel like what, like what you're saying, Derek. Like, I've seen enough like, like cartoon style shows where like I know what you're talking about when they like put in like some kind of special effect or like CGI like scene in it, and you're yeah. like, whoa, that's like it looks kind of weird, but like it's cool. And then it's like I feel like I agree that it's like totally underappreciated. Like that must take so much work. I never oh really thought God. about that until you said that. Like, <laughs> it must be so hard, honestly. To give another example, uh, one that I'm pretty sure we can all uh, relate to, Power Rangers. Never seen Power Rangers. All of the old Power Rangers were people in suits, right? Yeah. Like, even the big giant monster fight scenes, it was a person in a suit. And more... <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not kidding. It was people in rubber suits punching each other. It was great. Really I funny. love it. But in a lot of, like, recent installments, they change a lot of that to be cgi and it looks really weird mm -hmm. and to kind of bring it back to what gabe said because people are expecting one thing and they're getting another thing it's a bit like the the perception of oh no this is different definitely affects uh how people coming in who would be unaffected by it and unfazed by it that perception is then shifted because of the people that say, oh my gosh, no, this is different. Hmm. That's my weep rant. Goodbye. <laughs> no, that was uh, no timestamping necessary. I mean... That was thoroughly, thoroughly <laughs> appreciated. 
Um, I get that though, because like, I don't know, it, it's weird because a lot of people enjoy my more like casual like sketchbook stuff, but um, a, a lot of other people like expect the realistic like from a picture type stuff that I've won awards and stuff for. Um, but I mean, I can do whatever I, I need. Do whatever to. you want. Yeah, yeah, I can do whatever I want. And do you feel I guess like- in that, <laughs> I guess in that vein, I've been kind of blessed because I never started out doing something realistic. I've always had the goofy cartoon style, right? So people don't expect anything from me, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I suppose that's one way to look at it. Um, yeah. My expectations are on the fucking floor. <laughs> yeah. But do you guys feel like that uh, that perception might be going in a different direction? Like we've seen a lot of changes, most most of which I have not seen firsthand, but have studied in history books uh, of like how people <laughs> went from one style to another. But do you think that there's something something new on the horizon or something that you don't think has really been thoroughly done yet that might become big? Yes. Our generation is whack. Like if like our generation <laughs> is so creative and stuff like that, like just on social media, like seeing stuff other people our age create it's crazy like everyone our age it has so different styles and stuff like give us 10 years and we're gonna be out here like making those textbook articles like (laughs) yeah god i can't wait to read a textbook article that at sushi roll art (laughs) at more if i get asked one more time do you make art out of sushi no (laughs) I had a great time reading the FAQ on your uh, uh, on your website. The frequently asked questions. That was good. Oh, it's, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Oh my god. But um, I think the direction that the art scene is going in is a lot more um, creativity and a lot less of the more realism stuff. Like, is even recently a, a lot of artists that are shown in galleries and stuff are more modern art, art artists that like are, are not well they might be technically skilled um but They're they experimental. be experimental yeah um and i think the the next trend is going to be like trying to stand out from the pack because that's always what art has been is always trying to get that step ahead of someone else uh that's why some people like don't understand modern art you know, have you ever heard that? Like, I don't understand modern art. Like, what's the point? Um, they're the first person that thought of it. Like, you would never see, like, a Rothko and know that it's, and think that it's not a Rothko. Or a Mondrian and think that it's not a Mondrian. Or Picasso. Like, you know, they're recognizable and they were the first people to do it. So that's what art is all about. I definitely uh, yeah. feel and hope that uh, as our generation just becomes more populated in the art scene, that people will just become more tolerant and essentially like push all the old heads away. So, you know, when you walk, go into a, a, an art showcase, it's literally not just all paintings hanging on a wall. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I also think that our generation is going to lean a lot more towards uh, selling their own art and not really showing in galleries because it's, yeah, the old ways, I guess. And we're a really revolutionary generation. How many times do we have to teach you this, old man? <laughs> okay, boomer. Like, it's so <laughs> hard to, like, walk into, like, or to even, like, think about galleries and, like, think about professional art and, like, when you think about professional art, you tend to think about one specific style and like one specific style of people. And that's just because that's what, you know, it is now, like as she was saying, but I agree, like it's gonna be pretty cool to see how stuff gets pushed more towards like the avant-garde and experimental art, which is my whole beat and brand. So yeah, I think the future is positive and I look, I'm looking forward to people not thinking I'm a weird quack. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's super cool. Well, I, I do have one last thing, which I did want to ask, and it is, 
Do you guys have any any shout outs? Like somebody that you've worked with, somebody that you've seen their work online, or somebody that you think is going to be more relevant than they are right now, or something like that? Something that you think needs to be said that isn't said enough? Allegory Art. At Allegory Art on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to find one of my friends. Um, yeah, that's Mr. Lagorius. He's got cool stuff. Um, Man, imagine being a teacher and a professional artist. I have so many friends that are going to school with me next year or are just like local um, that are so incredibly different in their talent, I guess. Like, I have this one friend who um, is a surrealist artist, and it's just like, Way well, that's different. sick. That's wild. I love that. <laughs> of course, you say that it has a goat head. Yeah, wait. What's her? What's her Instagram? I want to go follow her. Uh, it's at Malone Kaplan Art. I'll send it to you. Uh, I'll find it. Yeah, continue. send it to me too. Okay. And then I have another friend. Hold up. Oh, God, I don't remember. Oh, I found her. For me, I have a a friend who uh, I met playing video games. Online friends be like, uh, Ivy Mist Create or just Ivy Mist Instagram. She does a lot of. It's literally just a lot of uh, posts from her sketchbook, but it's all really, really dope art. Yeah. Then this is one of my friends is going to school with me next year. She's going to be an animation major, but oh, um, God. That's can't Derek do this to me more. Can't do this to me more. Insane. Come on. <laughs> so good. I literally do not understand, but every single piece that she does is just so different and just like stylized. It's, I don't know. I love art that's just it's colorful. different and stylized and, and going to get this video taken down from YouTube in about 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the, I, uh, this is one of my friend's most recent pieces. That's cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Cool. I vibe with that. She's extremely talented and gets a lot less sleep than I do. So. <laughs> yeah, that's that's mostly what I wanted to cover then. Do you uh you guys have any last thoughts, closing comments, other shout outs? Uh I do have one more shout out. Fucking hold on, I gotta find it. <laughs> Live fast, die young, bad girls do it well. Nice. As whoever said that that one time. <laughs> I also love photography. Um, and a lot of the people that I'm friends with that are going to my school next year are uh, photographers. Um, I'm trying to find. Okay. There's this person who does like uh, photographs based around like uh, male image and like the uh, masculinity and stuff and breaking That's the cool. masculinity. What's that? Exactly. Uh, but they're from like Fort Lauderdale, which is cool. Um, just like, when did you put pants on? It's good yeah. to know that he has pants on. I'm not gonna lie, that was my thoughts exactly. Yeah, that was a surprise. But so a surprising, one. nice surprise. They're flannel too. Ooh. Yeah, I can see that. Very nice. Hold on, I'm trying to find uh, this jacket that my friend made for me. Oh yeah. While Derek looks for that, I will say one more thing. Do you guys have any? Any tips or, or things that you want to say to anybody aspiring to get into these fields? Like what they should do, what you did, anything like that? Do it. Follow your <laughs> what? Do what you think. Follow your gut. Do what you think uh, is right for you. If you don't think that going into art is right for you, then don't do it. But if you like think about something that you can't live without or that you wouldn't be happy like i don't know i personally wouldn't be happy doing anything besides art uh like for a career <laughs> so think about that and see if it's truly the right path for you um and explore everything that you can and if not then like you can always do it in other ways like i am like even if you love art you don't have to go down the path like you don't feel like oh i love art the only thing i can do is go to art school and like that's totally not true nowadays like you've got so much stuff you can do with art talent i mean do it for yourself either way like don't don't create 
my base advice is don't create art for other people, create it for yourself. I'm sure we can all agree with that. Yep. Yeah. You my, uh, my second shout out is Linda's Originals or just Linda Bertino. Uh, she made this. Oh, oh I yeah. love That's that. Cool. This bomb ass denim I jacket. I love that. It's fantastic. I love it. It's great. Yeah. That's really pretty. And I went okay. to art school with her, so. Wait, my dog. She's also very recently she's been um, uh, doing a lot of jewelry, like she sells rings and stuff that she makes, and that's also dope. Are we showing pets? Here's a picture of my cat. My mom just sent me. Nice. We just doubled <laughs> the view count. Well done, guys. Oh God, hold on. Uh, I got something probably somewhere. Actually, no, I don't. I don't, don't take pictures of my animals. My cat is Ellie. It's... Oh, hi there. <laughs> That's mostly it then. Do you guys have any other closing comments? You can shameless self plug your website us. if you want. Uh, of course. Thank you guys for coming. Follow at Sushi Roll Art. <laughs> Follow Sushi Roll Art. Ha ha ha. Unless. 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 All right. Well, thank you guys for coming. It's been a pleasure.